Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Final Checkpoint. My name is Joel. And I'm Ben. And each week, you can find us here on this lovely little podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, and thegamefanatics.com. You can also send your comments, questions, and concerns to finalcheckpointpod at gmail.com or just tweet at me at the Joelness, hashtag FinalCheckpoint. Ben? Yes. So yes. last week, should we? do we need any pleasantries of how we're doing or what's up? I mean, of course. There's always oh, pleasantries. fuck you. you know. We're going right to the main topic. <laughs> oh, and that, I, don't, I don't care about your week. It's, it's garbage. Uh, <laughs> nothing happened in the last week. It's a very boring week. But I thought, since we talked a lot about PlayStation and a decent amount of Xbox also, since it's kind of part and parcel, last mm-hmm. week, I thought this week we can talk about the Nintendo Switch because... There's a lot of mystery in the air in terms of what their year is going to be. Um, and I have a list of games that are planned to come out, but that's that's really it. We're waiting for them to kind of say something. And I, it puts them in a very interesting position with having nothing announced and also these two new juggernaut systems on the horizon. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is kind of like a good thing to look at, especially after doing those like report cards that we did, mm-hmm. especially for the Switch, who, um, I mean, it seems as like looking at the other two consoles like Xbox and PlayStation as as we look forward to a new tech and, and what new games are looking at and what they're going to look like, and, and especially with PC already kind of moving in that direction, like we look at the Switch and we look at what kind of struggles they're already having and, and with the idea of games already having a hard time running on that system. What, <laughs> what are they going to do? Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I'll let you kind of take us along on this magic carpet ride. Yeah, sure. So on this, on this carpet that we're now this riding on dirty ass rug, I have a list of a handful of games, some of which are not even really going to come out this year, but I, I, I'll just put them in, in this list. And we can kind of go over them quickly if we have anything uh, to say. Because this is, we're looking at the Switch for this year, but I also kind of want to do a little bit of predictions for what we think is going to happen since there's just so many question marks. But starting with what we do know this year, obviously the big one, the one that kind of blew everyone's minds with with its uh, special edition that was revealed this week Animal Crossing is the marquee title for the Switch this year that we know of, at least. Mm-hmm. Are you yeah. excited? Are you Animal Crossing person at all? So I've never really played one. Okay. Um, besides like the mobile game, which along, <laughs> which my and this kind of like very previous to like Fire Emblem, which was previously the only experience I had with Fire Emblem was the mobile one that came out. Okay. Um, I do fully expect to play this upcoming animal crossing and to get fully into it. Um, and I, I kind of like was thinking about this game a lot and everyone's super hyped about it. And I kind of, it made me want to get back into Stardew Valley and I popped up Stardew Valley just the other day and was very overwhelmed with where I left off. So I'm at that point again where I'm like, do I try to familiarize myself with my farm again? Or do I just start anew? And now I'm just like, not really feeling like playing it again. So (laughs) Gotcha. I mean, those those games are definitely in the same wheelhouse, but they're not 
It, it's different, I know for sure. Yeah, but like, it's different. But, you know, it, they, they draw, like, I guess it drew certain things from it. Yeah, they are yeah, similar enough that it, it makes sense. Yeah. I'm very excited for Animal Crossing. Cannot wait. We are less than two months away, we can say now. Yeah, yeah. Which is uh, very exciting. So that's the big the big title. Now, there's a couple other things for the Switch this year. We got the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, whatever, whatever. So I tried to play one of those games a while ago. My son got one for, like, a birthday. And okay. so I tried to, like, sit down and play it with him. And this was probably one of the... Oh God, it had to be one of the, the DS ones. Yeah, and, it, was on the, it was on the DS. Yeah, and what's a little boring and he definitely didn't like it and, <laughs> i mean and so i tried to sit there and play and i was like it's kind of like this is kind of boring a lot of reading i, don't even I was like, like i'm not gonna read this shit Ugh, come on but um i so i guess i don't really know much about these very much but is, is it mainly just like a dungeon crawler i don't, <laughs> I don't really know yeah, what it sure. is i have very little interest in it same but it looks pretty i guess is it a remaster of an older yes. game? Okay. Yeah, so there was, there were two Pokemon Mystery Dungeon games, as far as I know. One on the GBA and then one on the DS. And this is I thought like, there was a ton of them. I thought there was a slew of them. I don't know. Maybe there were. But this okay. is a remaster of, of those. Because those were kind of like the red-blue. Yeah. Yeah, I knew, I, I, I knew there was like always a red and a blue. Or, you know, like there was always two of them that came out together. Mm-hmm. Now there maybe there are other Pokemon Mystery Dungeons. I don't I don't know. Nor do mm-hmm. I care, really. Right, uh, right, right. I don't plan on playing this. So there's a demo for it on the Switch and I wanted to like I forgot about it, but I do want to play it just so I, I know what the hell it is at all. Okay. Maybe, maybe I'll maybe I'll try it. Maybe this one will maybe maybe it was a different time, maybe a different mood. Maybe I'll try it. I don't know. See what I think. Not any of that. Uh I like the art style they picked for it. Okay. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Also, this year, we're going to be getting the Xenoblade Chronicles remaster, which is the Wii game, um, which was actually ported to the new 3DS also. And then, so this is another port, but it, it'll look better since it's not on the Wii and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I've heard good things about it. Is this something, at, you know, as someone who plays Final Fantasy fourteen, someone who likes JRPGs, hack and slash RPGs, do you think this is something that would be right up my alley? Like, what What are I, your thoughts? Yeah, I think you might like it. I played, um, I don't know, six hours maybe of the 3DS version. And I liked it, but it just felt very dated and, and held back by being on that handheld system. So I think if this is updated enough to where it feels not as old and not even like... It, it can feel five years old. That, that's fine. Okay. Um, it, it's a cool game. It is more MMO-y in terms of like, oh, I, I walk over to this thing and I auto attack it and then I press my skill button. That that kind of thing. Okay. Maybe um, we'll have to wait for a demo or something. Yeah, there might be a demo for that too. So there's that. Um, there's a chance that Bayonetta 3 comes out this year. Yeah, that game's kind of disappeared a little bit, hasn't it? Which is yeah. kind of, you know, sometimes that's a good thing where you kind of just like, we don't want to see more previews. We just kind of want you to go away and finish it. But it, it's also kind of concerning because well, it's kind of been a while. Well, they haven't shown 
any gameplay of it really they just kind of revealed that it's happening it's kind of been a while it's kind of concerning yeah it's been a it's been a while it's been two years maybe since it was revealed i feel like yeah we're kind of due to to hear something about it um and i yeah i'm down right but whatever they can take i don't know if that'll be this year that could be you got to remember astral chain was announced months before it came out so who knows they might be close to release they're just not saying anything yeah for all we know um now the the uh, the rest of this list is like even i i don't believe it now there's a fringe chance breath of the wild 2 comes out this year i i just don't know yeah that's gonna be yeah we're yeah that's gonna be a, a tough one it, really it's been three years since uh breath of the wild came out I don't know. If if we don't start seeing stuff about it, I don't think so. I would love yeah. that to happen. I'm down for more Zelda, but who knows with that. Right, right. And the same kind of is true of Metro Prime 4, which restarted about two years ago now. Yeah, if anything, um, those will be late, maybe close to close to fall. Yeah, if anything, think? those are late in the year. Uh so I'm going to take those off the table. That basically leaves three to four games that we know of like any big substance coming out for the switch. Yeah. Which are two, heavy hitters, heavy no, hitters. No. Cause two of which are remasters. So it's not exactly. Well, I mean like deal. Bayonetta three and like breath of the wild two. Sure. But is that going to happen? This is a pretty, this is a pretty light year. If you even yeah. if you look at last year, which had um, Luigi's Mansion, Astral Chain, Fire Emblem, Mario Maker Two, Yoshi, like it was a good year. Plus like the year. seven things I forgot. Plus Pokemon, which wasn't even I forgot. Yeah, like there's yeah Pokemon was huge. It was a big list. So this is where the prediction portion starts because obviously Nintendo likes their little directs. I'm very surprised we didn't get one in January. To be honest with you. And this is, we've gotten, we got an indie Nintendo Direct in December, and we've got, we had like the Pokemon one uh, in January and the the Smash one in January, but that's, that's not it. The big, hey, let's set up the year for Switch Nintendo Direct has to be happening soon. So, prediction time. When do you think this will be? Um, I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm not really like in tune with how their oh. cycles work so but aren't we aren't we do one in february we're we direct? would do one in january to be honest with you oh so they're late it's been a while like the the last time it wasn't a smash or an indie or like a you know a game specific thing it's it's been a while it might have been e3 actually but i'm probably forgetting one um in there maybe they're maybe they're waiting for sony to go first i think the the sooner they say something it works out better for them yeah just to start i mean having a conversation i it's yeah i don't know like it's so weird right now i think nintendo is in such a weird place but like i mean maybe they just don't have anything to say yet Mm mm-hmm I think that's the worrying 
part of this where they kind of released Mario, Zelda, Yoshi. They had the Donkey Kong port, the Mario port, Mario Maker, Luigi's like Pokemon, Animal Crossing yeah. is out soon. That's kind of like so much of their catalog. Do they really have another another year of stuff? I mean, that's the thing, though, is, like, they have so many, so many things they could do. So much they can do. It's just a matter of, like, them using it. You know, they have Star Fox. They have Donkey Kong. They have so many, like, licenses that they could use. So many IPs they can use. It's just a matter of finding someone who can do something new with it and using and spacing those out to where they can you know, have enough time to get the other licenses back and locked and loaded to use again. But, you know, at a certain point, like, I mean, I, I mean, that's the thing though, is they've always been able to do a good job with their, with their licenses and with the, the series that they have without the powerful console to back it up. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. it's just a matter of them u- utilizing it. Well, we'll see. If they can, I have a list prepared of what franchises we'd like to see. There is that rumored ice climbers. Um, no X rated never again. Ice climbers. There is that rumored paper Mario RPG. I would love a paper Mario RPG. Yeah, that'd be cool. I feel like there's been a ton of those games and no one's really talked about them since the GameCube or the Wii one, I guess. Didn't they move a lot of their RPG-ish stuff to the um, Mario and Luigi, like, Superstar Saga stuff? Yeah, they had several of those on the DS slash GB. Maybe there was one on the 3DS. It might have been a re-release of... of the, it's like a... It's a tangled web. And there's yeah. also the Paper Mario, like, the Sticker Star um, game... There was another one too, but yeah, they, they moved those to handheld and that's kind of when I stopped paying attention. I don't know. I'm just not a big handheld person. So that, that loses me. I, I think about a lot of their series from like 3ds that didn't carry over like Atrian Odyssey that like did well for like RPG lovers. That's not Nintendo though. No, but, like, that's where they were. That's where, like, they stuck around a lot, you know? Like, they're not Nintendo's IPs, per se, but that's where they would usually just release. Mm-hmm. I think that developer needs to just put their shit on PC. I don't know why they were putting them on the 3DS for no fucking Right, reason. right, which, it's you know, weird. that'd be smart, put it on PC, but, like, they're, they live on 3DS right now. Why not make the move to Switch on some of these? Like, Nintendo has plenty of ways to bring more games to them exclusively make these deals you know like like they're i don't think Etrian odyssey in particular is not a good example of like we're gonna make right but i'm I'm thinking of other things like yokai watch you know that was a huge series for a while for them even though that's kind of died out they're Um, not really in control of that exactly but I'm, i'm just like trying to give examples of like other series that i know lived on a nintendo only console Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of and ways for them to kind of kind of just like fluff the catalog you know it's interesting because we had like the persona q uh, persona q games, games. Yeah. yeah yeah like i mean they they because they need i mean they're not really using other 
things that they had. Like, why not try to find more stuff in there? Mega Man fucking get battle the, network. Get the feelers out. But that's not, they're not in control of that. I think this is where we're, we're going to start losing things for the Switch, where everyone's moving to the new system. And unless you're making a tiny, smaller indie thing, you're not really going to, it's going to be tough for the Switch to, to compete with that. True. It's like when everyone's hanging out at like the popular club. And then the new club opens and everyone starts going there. This is unrelatable to me, but okay. It's, it's like a night at the Roxbury. You ever seen that? I mean, I've heard of it. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that movie. I couldn't but... tell you anything about it. <laughs> Anyways, keep going. Let's make some predictions. Okay, let's go. First prediction has nothing to do with franchises or anything like that. This year, do you think we're going to get N64 games or anything anything other than NES or Super Nintendo games on the Switch from Nintendo? Um, I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm going to say no too. Yeah, I think I think we're going to get a lot more Super Nintendo and Nintendo games, but I don't I don't know how much is left on Nintendo. I'm mean, probably a lot, but like as far as like they stopped games, really updating that. Yeah, they said they were going to slow down a lot, and then I know they were going to trickle in Super Nintendo games, but I, I think uh, I think we'll get more of that this year. I don't think we're going to see N64. I don't. I just don't think we're going to get that anytime that soon. Sucks. I feel like we would get Game Boy or Game Boy Color before we would get Nintendo 64. Sure. Well, do you think we're going to get anything besides NES and Super Nintendo? No. Yeah. I don't think they're going to add any more of those apps probably for a long time. They just, they just like to sit on money and not make it for some I, reason. True. I just don't think it's important. I don't think it pays them more to do it. I don't think they earn any more subscriptions to do it, to be honest. That's, like, I don't I think, know why it's a subscription. Right. Like, but, and I, I think like initially it's a cool thing to have. Like for me, it was awesome to have those because I don't have the classic systems. Yeah. But honestly, I rarely touch them, and I don't think I don't think it really brings in more people to do it. I don't think it's enough. I don't think it's I don't think it's bringing enough. Like it's worth the work for them to continue to do it to do it for N sixty four. I don't think they're seeing enough results to do it. I don't think it's worth it for them. I think that's, so. That's why I don't think they would do it. That's an interesting point, I suppose. But wouldn't you want to release Mario sixty four? on your system like it doesn't hurt them it's a fucking 20 year old game it's gonna run uh, i think em- they'd emulators be on that game for 20 years it's not i would say that if anything for them it'd be almost worth it for them to re- to like remaster that game and release it either digitally or yeah right. on a cartridge they would make more money that way than to figure out an app to put it on this on like the, the, the nintendo online system I don't know. And I bet why. people would buy it. People would buy it for 15, 20 bucks. Oh, they're going to charge 60 for that. But Probably. yeah, I suppose that's true. But I'll never understand why they did this whole. Uh, I don't know why they coupled the Nintendo online with this playing game service. I guess because their online sucks, so you have to have something with it. But why. The idea that you could have sold Mario 1 for $5 to 50 million people 
you know for a fact 20 million people are going to pay $5 to play Mario 1. Just that one fucking game. So I'm wondering if they have to have this online membership to also be able to work with other gaming companies like um, like Epic and like with Microsoft. I think they have to have this connection with players and subscriptions and stuff like that in order to be able to have these other relationships maybe. I don't know the back end system as far as like why they need to have this connection. Like what does this subscription really do for me? Besides let me trade stuff in Pokemon possibly. I don't know. I don't really know. <laughs> to be I don't honest. Think you know anything. Maybe uh, no. <laughs> I can play Mario Kart online, but to be honest, like the only other person I know that has Mario Kart online that was interested in playing online was my cousin, but he never sent me his Switch online code and I don't think he has touched his Switch since he bought it. <laughs> so that's like good use of that yeah so i don't know <laughs> i play dauntless online and i think you need nintendo switch online for that but i couldn't tell you yeah they're not it never said anything it. it never said anything about it uh, i mean i don't know if you need it or not i assume i don't you think you do. do would you need it to play fortnite online i don't because that don't when remember. fortnite came out on switch and it was cross play and everything that was the big hype moment i don't know if you needed it online I think you did. Maybe you did, yeah. Maybe that's how they got a ton of the sales initially. But that's the thing is, like, it. it I don't remember it specifically saying anything. Well, it wouldn't. Uh, I, there hasn't been a time that I've tried to play an online game where I didn't have the online capability. So I have no idea what that message would even be. That's true. I mean, I because it was so cheap, I just bought it and I have it. So I guess, like, that's the weird thing is, like, I don't know. It's just, like, you know, PS Plus you get the free games every month. Um, Xbox, you know, live, you get the free games. Game Pass, you get the library. Nintendo Online, I just know I have the apps. Like, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just this thing that we don't really think about as much anymore. We should think about it because they offer a product that's bad. Well, yeah, definitely. It's I mean, not, they're online. It's not good. Bad. It's not even good to them. Like, they're leaving so much money on the table. I don't understand how, like, if I was on the board, like, you're in the investor's call, be like, hey, why, hey, guys, why don't you just sell everything again? It worked for the Wii U. Yeah, that's true. It worked for the Wii, I guess. I'd love to see. So how about this? So you don't think we're going to see any of that? And I kind of agree with you. We're not really going to see anything, um... I, I expect the worst from Nintendo. I hope for the best and always expect the worst. Do you think we'll ever see GameCube games? That was the promise. That was like this awesome hype moment of what if we finally got GameCube games? That's a tough one. I mean, I don't, I mean, so I don't believe we'll see Nintendo 64 GameCube games this year. Is there a possibility that someday we'll have those? Maybe. I mean, maybe. Damn. Do I believe that it'll be anytime soon? No. Could it possibly be that, that maybe they'll evolve to some sort of streaming platform or streaming option no. where we'll have N64 and GameCube? Maybe. I don't know. That, it's it's hard to tell with Nintendo's future because their online system is already so behind. It's so bad. How would you expect them to have a streaming software? I don't know. They barely have Hulu. That's not on them. <laughs> Although that should tell you everything you need to know that there's now Netflix on there. How did that happen? How I don't know. Like 
what what does that even that means something know. weird is is going on with that because that was on the vita the vita had netflix i know i mean a lot of it netflix. too i mean how big is a gamecube game as far as memory goes it's a couple gigs a couple gigs okay i mean that's people have the app and they download a game it's a couple gigs yeah i mean i don't know it doesn't sound bad no maybe they can make it happen it can run it can run on a switch it should be fine theoretically yeah yeah it's 20 year old hardware it should hopefully run they should be able to make it happen the the difference is whether they will make they it happen will. i don't think they'll make it happen this year i just don't see it happen i don't I don't see it happening. I mean, I think I think it's a matter of like how's it going to benefit them financially? Because it although yes them. it would be great to consumers, it's just a matter of like in the matter of like being relevant and staying in the race to compete even though they're not trying to like outdo Nintendo or Sony and like Microsoft mm-hmm. tech-wise like they still are competing in a fashion, you know, of being in homes and and taking some sort of the like space and the conversation in gamers like minds like in some way like they have to find a way to compete and like they still need to use their nostalgic you know roots to to be in those minds and and to use that to their advantage like they have to be able to do that and one good way is with their gamecube games i mean why not use it to your advantage it's just a matter of when they're going to do it and how they're going to do it i I don't think they're going to do it anytime this year (laughs) (laughs) They need to get some of these games out first. So let's go through some potential games then. That might be a good opportunity. I have a list of franchises. Yeah, sure. In terms of what we might want to see, what we could potentially see, and maybe just what we want to see. (laughs) And will never happen. And, uh, And these are franchises that they're Nintendo. They're not like monster hunter whatever right and i want to start with chibi robo because <laughs> god i love chibi robo i've heard that so i don't remember it at all i don't know why dude that that game uh, so it's on the gamecube and then they had a ds one that i never played and then a 3ds one 3ds one that was bad that i i played a little bit of and i did not care but the gamecube one is it's like toy story as a platformer, like a 3D platformer. Because you go as this little robot and you clean. And then you'll talk to the toys. And the toys have their own little agenda and storyline. It's really cool. It, it's a super fun game. And that's what I want in my freaking GameCube. Uh, backwards compatibility is for Chibi Robo. Chibi Robo. Every time I hear that, I think that's funny. I don't know why. But no no one else cares about Chibi Robo. Chibi Robo. Another more interesting one, because we might, we talked about Donkey Kong a little bit. We got Tropical Freeze. There is a possibility we get another Donkey Kong game. A new one. The first new one in a while. Yeah. Is that exciting, though? Is that something where they can have a direct in two weeks... And have this reveal of Donkey Kong. Does that stack up? To uh, I, I've always liked uh, Donkey Kong games. Well, sound you sound very excited for this new Donkey Kong game that's not even real. 
I mean, I'd be okay. <laughs> I haven't played one in such a long time. Like, I, I always, like, I wanted to play Tropical Freeze. I just have never gotten the chance to. Um, I always loved Diddy Kong Racing. I'd play some Diddy Kong Racing. Have some cherished memories of that game. I always liked the Super Nintendo Don- Donkey Kong Country games. It's just been such a long time that I don't know if I still like those games. <laughs> but <laughs> um, So I'd want to go back and maybe try Tropical Freeze. So I'll have to maybe try to give that a shot at some point. But um, I'd welcome it. I'd want to play it. Okay. All right. Well, we're coming around to the excitement. Yeah. The potential of, of the Switch. I want I want to play more games on the Switch. Like, it's it's been... I mean, Pokemon has kind of died off for me for a long time now. And I just haven't really come around to getting back into Super Smash Bros. yet. And I just haven't really looked at my Switch in a fond way in the last few days, last few weeks. Wow. So sad. Yeah. It's rough, man. It's rough. What about F-Zero? Dude. I would be so in for an F-Zero. I love F-Zero. One of my favorite all-time Super Nintendo games. No. GameCube game. (laughs) Well, right, I loved fine. it on Super Nintendo. There was that rumored, uh, the was it F Zero Cross Star Fox racing game? That yeah, retro? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that was one they were working on. I'd love that to be real. I would love another F Zero. That one on GameCube is so damn good. I I I just don't know why. This is a franchise they have not done anything with in over 15 years and it kind of is weird um to just leave it yeah i wonder if there's another well we'll keep that in mind we'll see if there's another franchise on here that they've just abandoned when we get further down the list i'm sure there's plenty (laughs) sure there are plenty yeah uh one i'd like to see is golden sun Golden Sun. There's one that they've abandoned. When's the last yeah. time we've seen a Golden Sun game? Uh, GBA? No. Game DS. Boy Advance, yeah. DS? Did they? Oh, yeah, they there did. Was a they third did happen. I never played it, but yeah. There was a third yeah. One. Oh, man, would... that GBA one was beautiful, though. God, oh I loved God. that one. I loved that game. And that would be a perfect. Put that on the Switch, man. God, put it up. on the Switch. That's. God, that works so well. So damn well. But I'm not holding my breath for that one either. Unfortunately, yeah, me either. I did put that game on my Super Nintendo Classic so I can play on that little system. I mean, I didn't do that. That's not legal or anything. Now, there's a couple of Mario things. There's a big okay. whole Mario section here. And we're going to start. With an interesting one. Mario Strikers? Mm, no? I don't know if I ever played it. Yeah, neither did I. But Mario's done a lot of sports. I just thought I'd bring up uh, the world's favorite sport. I don't know. Mario Golf. Mario Golf is the is the correct answer. <laughs> Good God, do I want a Mario Golf. Yeah. I think I reviewed the one on 3DS for, for the Game Fanatics. Really enjoyed that game. I always Mario heard Golf it was, was really great. good. Yeah. That's awesome. It's a shame they just forgot it existed. 
and we got some stupid tennis game that no one gives a shit about tennis. It's all about golf. Duh. There's Mario Baseball on this list? I don't remember that. I, yeah, I don't really remember it either. Oh, you know what? I, yeah, I think that was on the GameCube. I think I rented it. Okay. Unremarkable. Another Mario game. We could be due for another Mario Party on the Switch. I know you're very excited. I I really like this Mario Party. I have ne- I didn't really ever play any of the other ones, but I would love one with more boards and more like I don't know. I I just think that the boards are like oh, these are okay, but like I watched I watched Dan Reichert's last Mario Party that he did with Giant Bomb before like he left. And that game board looked fucking nuts and it was a 50 turn. Was it a 50 turn or 100 turn? 50 turn. <laughs> And it looked insanely cool. And I just thought, like, man, I can only imagine what all the other wacky-ass fucking Mario Parties had. Yeah, well, what Mario Party was that? I think it was Mario Party 4. Oh, wow. On the N64? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. No, they they got pretty crazy. And it's, it's a shame they don't, like put more money or or budget behind these Mario Party games because I feel like they're all like sevens and they could be these amazing experiences just with a little bit more uh, just in between double A to triple A like just make the triple A Mario Party game yeah could be incredible and uh, if it came out this fall it'd be two years since the last one I think that's a reasonable amount of time to put together a Mario Party and uh, have it be a little more updated version than the one we got. Um, I just think it's crazy that they don't do, like, party packs or something. Like, I'd be willing to pay, like, 10 bucks oh, for, like, like an extra board. Yeah, like, why not do that? Like, 10 bucks and I get an extra board or some shit. I don't know what Nintendo just looks at money and says, nah, we'll make it on mobile, even though we could make it here, too, I guess. Yeah, it's just weird. I don't know. I would have ran the Switch so differently, and I feel like I would have made more money. Just based on <laughs> Virtual Console. Like, just selling Virtual Console games for $2 each. <laughs> yeah. To everyone. You would have made so much more money. I like. And then make online free, because it's shit. Anyway, so, who cares? We can make <laughs> more money doing this other thing. Yeah. There's a thing on this list I've never heard of called Mario's Early Years. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, okay. It's a it's a trilogy of point-and-click educational games. <laughs> uh, fun with letters, fun with numbers, and preschool fun? I'm going to click on this and open this so I can look at it. Yeah. They're DOS games and also on the Super Nintendo. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, how about now? Did you remember that? <laughs> Don't you remember Preschool Fun? No. no. Okay. Um, there's also the idea of another Mario Kart, since Deluxe was technically a port from the Wii U. What if we got Mario Kart Nine, or Mario I mean, Kart I'd be Ultimate? Okay with that. Every cart is back. Oh shit! <laughs> Every cart and racetrack, and that'd be really cool. I, I mean, they wouldn't need to bring everything back. How about they just make new tracks? That'd be cool. Sure. 
it's weird. We, I mean, we didn't get DLC for the Switch version. So, why sure. not? I think that's the best-selling Switch game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, I think it's that and Super Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's uh, Odyssey. Yeah. That sounds right. That sounds right. Now, we talked about Mar- Mario. Metroid Prime 4. There's always the lingering rumor of, could there be a- another Metroid? Could they port that, the one they put on the 3DS, which I forgot the name of, um, could they port that to Switch? Or just have another 2D Metroid hmm. in kind of the stopgap between now and, and 4. I mean, they should. <laughs> they should, should anyways. The, Give us something. said that for the last six, seven years, so they didn't. They should remaster Other M. I, that game's fine. Yeah. So there's a lot worse games. People act like that game's like really bad. It's just okay. I mean, it's not not terrible at all. They should put that on the box. There's a lot worse games. <laughs> like, hey, what? Hey, guess what, guys? <laughs> not as bad as you think. <laughs> there's a lot worse games. And then it's just attributed to Reggie for no reason. Yeah. Like, I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, another franchise that I love is Pikmin. I know Pikmin 4 exists. It has to be happening. God, I'm excited. And I think that's the one they've said has been done for the last 25 years, and they just keep doing something with it. What the heck? Why would they just hold on to it? Put it out. You freaks. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe they were talking about some other Pikmin game. Who knows? I have to go to the a maze of Wikipedia articles to find freaking Pikmin 4. Uh, but that's something that could come out of nowhere. Or even a, hey, here's Pikmin 3 or other trilogy onto Switch. Hmm. I'm, I'm now reading the Wikipedia article. Yeah, it's been, it's been mentioned by Miyamoto <laughs> seven times over the year. Jeez. In E3 uh, 2017, the next installment of the series is still under development and that it is progressing. So that's a thing. I'd be very excited for Pikmin. i take back every bad thing I said about the Switch if they just put Pikmin. <laughs> that's all I want. Be like, oh, your online's great. They gave me Pikmin. there's a possibility of another Splatoon game oh yeah they stopped they had that like year of content and uh, hype or tournaments or whatever and they stopped doing that I think Splatoon is something we could see another like two on the same uh, device for yeah I just don't. How about care. Arms? Do you think Arms would Dude, get a sequel? I was thinking about Arms. I was the next game I was gonna bring up because it's not in this alphabetical list. Fuck you, Wikipedia page. I want <laughs> Arms too. Arms was great. It just didn't have a lot of like content or stuff to do. Yeah. Besides just the single player, but I mean like the classic fighting and fighting online. 
that game is so fun. Such a unique take on... I wish I hadn't have sold it, but I think I got like 60 bucks for it. Damn. Yeah, because Nintendo games don't go down in price. You just get full price for whatever you give to people. <sighs> yeah, I want another ARMS. I'd be so excited for that. Oh, you know what? That The character pack I want for Smash, one of those people has to be ARMS, right? I think so. I'd be into it. I'm all into it. What about Star Fox? Would I you think be excited so, I, for new Star Fox? Yeah, I would love a new Star Fox. I would love for them to do, like, just, like, I, they need to go all out. Like, we see games like, you know, like No Man's Sky and, like, mm-hmm. you know, where you go out in space, get into combat, land, do some missions on, like, worlds. Like, they need to go all out with Star Fox. Like, make a huge game. Like, don't just stick to space. Like, do missions in space, combat, fight a boss, land on a planet, do missions there, turn some shit in. I don't know. Fetch quests. I don't, I don't care. I feel like, like you're just... describing uh, Star Fox Adventures. Yes. Do it. Which was better. a great game. A rare game. Yes. And a GameCube game. Yes. Do it. And a great game. I would love it. I would love it. I would love that, too. I'm fine with it just being in space If if the game isn't four hours long that's kind of my problem with a lot of the star fox games they're also very they're very, very short. short yeah they're yeah. really short and i don't feel encouraged to replay them um like i did for n64 but i was you know 12 so i'm dumb like i don't want to do that now uh, so they're kind of in a weird spot with that especially since what was that wasn't there some shitty Star Fox game, or did I just imagine that? Um, Maybe I just imagined it. Yeah, that was that one Zero. Wasn't it Zero? Oh, yes, yes, the one on Wii U. Yeah, I never even played it. Yeah. There you go. I, I knew I hadn't imagined it. So forgettable. So, so a lot of people didn't like it, and this is the thing that I always remember from Gerard the Completionist being on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Mm-hmm. And him and Tim talking about it because Gerard initially hated that game. And so, and Tim hates it. I know Tim Geddes hates it. Sure. But Gerard said, I initially hated it too. But then I played it the way Nintendo wanted me to play it. And I gave in and I played it exactly the way the game taught me to play it. And I ended up actually really enjoying the game. And he completed the shit out of that game to the point where he said, at any moment, you hand me that Wii, that Wii pad, and I could 100% that game on the hardest difficulty. So maybe maybe you got to do that. Play it yeah. the way Nintendo wants you to play it. Maybe I'll pick. I'll go pick that up at GameStop, play it on my Wii U. Yeah. I'll get right on pull that. Out, pull out the pad, dust it off. I just moved it the other day to my <laughs> other room. It's like, you don't need to be in the main room. You're banished. <laughs> Go to my backup room. room. Go to the shame room. Shame room where I play Demon Souls. So it's the altar. (laughs) This dark room with fucking candles and fucking weird goth (laughs) music for some reason. (laughs) There's like a weird dirty old organ that you play. Oh, that'd be awesome, yeah. (laughs) I'm into it now. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool, actually. The final one is WarioWare. Where is WarioWare? 
Yeah. Where is WarioWare? What the hell? That, that seems like a perfect... Instead of 1-2-Switch, which no one wanted or needed, where's WarioWare? That's like the perfect Switch party game. Bring it over, take off a controller, pass it around, pick your nose, whatever the hell you do in that game. I would definitely play a game where you pick your nose. I, you already could. That was in WarioWare 1. Yeah. It's very exciting. You jumped over potatoes. What I've never gotten like super it. into a WarioWare game, but I'd be interested. They're I'd give very, it a shot. They're very fun. Um, and there's a lot of them. I've, I really only played the first one. Oh. <laughs> um, really good game. Really fun. Yeah. Lots of... You've probably seen the characters in it more than you might have seen the game. Because it's got... Um, in Smash, there's like those two anime swords girls that slash across the screen, like in X's. Oh, yeah. yeah that, I believe those two are from uh, WarioWare. Okay. I was wondering where, what the hell they were yeah, from. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Odd. Don't remember their names. But, yeah. So there's a lot, as we went over, there's a lot of franchises they could pull from. It just, what what's going to happen? This Direct is incoming. I would say... Before the end of March, we get a full slate of the rest of Nintendo's year, um, or at least the first half of it before they do something at E3 for the last half of it. Yeah. Right. I think it's pretty exciting to not know. It's different when uh, you look at something like PlayStation, right, where we've known for the last two years, Last of Us coming and Ghost of Tsushima is coming. And now we just kind of sit around and wait. And there was Death Stranding. And then, okay, that came out. And we're just waiting two years for this. It's it's interesting to know, okay, we've got Animal Crossing. And then there's nine months of the year after that where anything could happen. That's I think mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. It's kind of scary. And it makes me worried that there's going to be nothing there. But it could potentially be chock full of goodness. True. Like GameCube games. Yeah. All I mean. <laughs> all of the GameCubes. All the GameCube games. I mean, there's definitely a lot of gold on GameCube that I would love to finally play. One final thing, because what spurred this, and I completely forgot about until now, was Nintendo saying, let me see what it is, during a, during a corporate management policy briefing, which is a sentence that there is no plans to launch a new Nintendo switch model during 2020. Hmm. Which I, I think makes sense, but also I, I want, I want the switch pro. So how do you feel about the switch pro? Is this something, what do you see that even being? How could it, like, what is it going to change? Is it going to be a, giant step or is it going to be a new nintendo 3ds where it's just like okay and two games use it i mean that's the tough thing that's where that's where nintendo's in a really hard place is yeah do you have a pro that can run all your old games but can't run but then your old system can't run some of the newer games Mm -hmm. and so you've locked like you've basically gated off a ton of other people that 
bought the original Switch were like, even though like Sony and, and Microsoft came out with the Pro and the X, everyone else could still play these other games that came out the rest of the generation where with like PS5 and Series X, if they make games that are going to be for PS5 and Series X that don't play on PS4 and Xbox One, like, <laughs> what are you going to do, Nintendo? <laughs> like, like this is what's weird is like, those are, there's going to be a weird cross-generational thing where Nintendo is going to be still kind of left out possibly. And so if you make a pro version, the only thing you're really going to get is that you're going to be able to play other games better, but are you still going to be, are you going to basically make a better console so that you can still be part of the new generation, but then lock out the old generation, the old generation or like what, what is like, how do you play this? If you're Nintendo, this is where it's like really kind of this, where they, maybe they've kind of screwed themselves in a way. Not, not mm -hmm. really like, but where, what do you do if you're Nintendo? Well, How do put, you play this? They put themselves in a corner, but that corner is also kind of what made the Switch successful. So, yeah, weren't, was there... Have they outsold Xbox? Is that the rumor? Or is that, like, what was I reported? If they haven't, they're basically around the same. Right, and it can't be really confirmed because Microsoft hasn't... Reported like no. their actual numbers, right? Like they have, they've stopped reporting. No, but based on for a while. all speculation, it's they've either met it or exceeded it. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is you know, it's kind of expected because of how quickly the switch is sold. Sure. And it's definitely, and it's a cheaper console. Like it's, it's less expensive. It is. It is cheaper. Uh, in terms of the pro. Because it does, it does put them in a weird spot. And I think there's kind of, I think a lot of people are thinking of the Switch Pro as, oh, I get this new handheld and it does XYZ better and blah, blah, blah. I feel like that's not necessarily the right way to do it. Maybe that is what they'll end up doing in a year or so, but... I would like to see, like, we got the light, which is doesn't dock, and, and you can't take the controllers off. I would like to see a new Switch model that is the bigger screen, but it's not a larger form factor. It is just a smaller bezel on the, on the device itself. I think that's an area you can improve it by making, like, giving it a really small bezel, and it's a 1080p screen. That's a big improvement you can give to people that, that they'd like. And in terms of power, like raw power, closer, not even to the PS5, but just closer to the PS4 even, why not house that in the dock to where every game is made for the base handheld whatever, so it, all, it runs on every Switch model, right? Mm -hmm. But when you're home and you put it in the dock, it does what we kind of speculated it did, which it doesn't do, but it could, where, oh... Now I can play every game at 60 frames on even just 1080p if I go home and put it in the dock. I can take it on the go and play it wherever and, and same game, 
but at home I can have that experience that is meatier. I, I think that would be a nice way to kind of have the best of both worlds. And then there could be games where, uh, hey, you can't buy this because it you need to have this like you need to have this dock the, the new dock but i don't know it really there's a lot of ways to handle it and i just don't know which ones really make sense for them and what would yeah. be the best because you don't want to be like okay this is a switch 2 like well it's too early for the switch 2 <laughs> they're in a they're in a weird spot a really weird spot yeah it's uh I mean, do they just not follow trend? Do they just keep going with what they have? I think they I think they do. But if you look at their history in terms of at least the recent history of the new 3DS, where it was a better hardware, but no one really did much with it, I think they can kind of learn from that, make a more powerful unit in some way. Yeah. Even if it's just the dock or if it's not, um, and still have all the games based on that original unit i mean they're still gonna they're still gonna be a great place for indies they're still gonna get ports of games i mean of certain games those they they'll still get them dry real quick and and like i know people like it and it's cool but who gives a shit about running witcher on your switch like i do not have any desire to do that at all ever i do not want to play doom eternal on my switch i don't want to do any of that yeah. garbage that's fucking bullshit outer I'm, outer worlds is coming to the switch i think like, I, pretty I just, soon the reason why i play like if i could play breath of the wild on my ps4 or on my pc i would there's literally right. no right. reason to play it on my switch i hate yeah. i hate it i hate it hate it it's a garbage system for babies hate it this is coming from my 4K TV, though. I think it might be mind controlling me. So it's a shame. It's a shame Nintendo hasn't done anything cool since the GameCube. Is basically the conclusion. I mean, that's true-ish. <laughs> I just like really it. like the GameCube. Is what I'm determining today. I, I mean, just yeah, really I mean, like it. It's a great system. I mean, true, true. It's gonna be. It's like. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. I'm excited. I'm excited because I love Nintendo games as much as I just shit on them. Yeah. But I mean, I, I love my Switch, but there's a reason why it's like... It, the re, it's a, there's a reason why it's a lot of the time the second console. Yeah. Right? It's, it's the 100%. afterthought console. It's the, oh, okay, yeah, I guess I'll do that there. Yeah. That's fine. Not the, it's not it's, the desired option. Yeah. But it's an option. Yeah. Um, and I understand, like, I get no use out of the portability of this system at all. I rarely do. I rarely do. Like, if, if it's got to be one of those things where, like, I got Pokemon, so yes, I'm playing it when I go to bed. Sure. I, I got Fire Emblem, so I'm playing it when I go to bed. Yeah, like, but Animal it's... <laughs> Crossing, that's going to be one of those things where, in bed, let me just catch a couple fish, and then I'm done for the night, kept it daily. Yeah. That's perfect for it. I get that, but... Uh, I mean, we can segue into what we've been playing, because oh, yeah. I started playing Pokemon Sword on the Switch. And tell me, tell me what you think so far. So I've only played about three hours, maybe. Um, I just, 
I'm about to go to the first gym. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. And so I'm, how do you feel about it so far? Like the overall look of it? I have to say, okay, so visually it looks better than I thought it was going to look. What was the last one you played? X and Y. Okay. But I had watched trailers for this. It's just based on the trailers. I expected it to look not as good. But at okay. the same time, it also doesn't look very good. <laughs> like right, it looks right. it looks better than I thought. It has its moments where it looks really really yes. good. Yes. It has its moments that are just filled with that Pokemon nostalgic charm. Um like I did a Dynamax against a giant hoot hoot or whatever. Yeah. And uh she just I'm playing as the girl trainer and she just throws this giant ball. <laughs> It's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. It's so dumb. Uh, and then when I caught it, it was this giant ass ball, and it just shrinks down. It's so it's so dumb, fun, and, and cute, and everything you'd want from from Pokemon. And I and I like a lot of the new monsters. Um, some of them are dumb, but I mean, every a lot of the generations have garbage. It's not like all the new ones suck. No, a lot of them suck. <laughs> Always. Yeah, I I liked a lot of the new Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, there's that, like, cute little dog, the electric yeah. dog. I don't, I don't know the names of anything. I already um, forgot most of the names. Plus, I renamed them all, so who the hell knows? Um, but, yeah, I, I like it. It has crazy pop-in. There's weird slowdown in cutscenes for no reason. Oh, um, yeah, just wait till you hook up online. <laughs> for some reason, my Switch sometimes doesn't connect online unless I make it, so... you You have to manually link it online. Oh, okay. Once you're like in the wild area, yeah, and it instantly like, like you just feel it, it, dude. You like physically feel it. I'll have to (laughs) to do that. And I like the wild area. I did that. That was that was cool. Um, it felt more dangerous than anything's really felt in Pokemon in a while. Yeah, because you walk and suddenly there's a giant fucking onyx about to like roll over you. Sure. Well, it was a little confusing because. I didn't know some of this stuff. Like, obviously, the giant onyx, I, I knew going in, like, this is going to be crazy. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, but, like, a random bird. Like, oh, this is a level 24 random bird. I'm like, well, that's it's the beginning of the game. I had no idea. It was just a freaking bird. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Uh, I, I like it so far. I mean, obviously, this is very early. The story is just nonsense, and it it's... Honestly, this between the story and the giant text boxes and the map, this game looks like it was made for six-year-olds. Like, it is ridiculous Yeah, how dumb they expect you to be. And I know I was smarter than this game when I was this young. Like, this... Yeah. I don't know what they expect kids to be. Like, this is the first game where they're learning how to read, maybe? But, but damn, dude. There's some shit in here. This, this, and what's his face? The, the. Hop. Hop. The, I was going to call him Bo Peep, but that's different. <laughs> um, I like the idea that your rival is kind of your friend. I I don't care that he's not like out for blood or something. He's just dumb. <laughs> and I don't like him. So really. I, he's my least favorite character, but he has like, there's an interesting thing about him as you get as you go through the okay yeah and it's not very long right it's not like crazy long no 
No, okay. it's not super long. I, I do want to beat it unless I get super bored. The other, like, the part I really like about it, there obviously are quality of life improvements, but it's stuff that I'm like, dude, seriously, you should have done this 15 years ago. Uh, like, giving items to Pokemon is finally not arduous and 30 different menu options. Why does oh, the yeah. map have a three-second animation that I can't skip? Fucking Ugh, I don't know. Throw my switch into the sun. Uh, <laughs> my favorite part of the game is the outfits, and I just go to the each new town. I'm gonna go to their shop and buy new clothes, and I dyed my hair. Like, that's more fun for me than the Pokemon, really. Yeah, I like I like those options. Yeah, that's fun. The battles are still there. I'm kind of disappointed that the there was a fake out. I thought the first gym was gonna be in that main town but then it's in the next one so i i want to see what the gyms are but i I like it so far it's it's fine uh god i wish it was something else that i I guess i should just play a different jrpg is really what it is because they're not gonna do it yeah i mean it's 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 good it is pokemon yeah it is fun game for sure (sighs) what have you been playing so um, I I've been seeing this ad for disintegration, this beta that's been coming around all over the place. This little ad. What is for that? I've never heard of it. So apparently, it's one of the creators of Halo is on this team. I I didn't even see the studio. I just kind of saw it and I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. I'll download it. Um, it's basically like this. Uh, you're liking this hovercraft ship thing and it's like first person this you know this game would be awesome in vr i'm just gonna say that first but so this is this is basically how the game goes you're in this kind of like hovercraft thing and so you're maneuvering with l1 and l2 um l1 makes you go up l2 makes you go down so you're kind of hovering that way you're moving forward with your sticks aiming with your you know with your right stick moving around with your left stick and you're shooting with you know r r2 and then with r1 you are basically commanding your you have three troops or i think you can have more but you initially start with three troops that are on the ground floor you can choose which troop you command with your directional pads so it's basically like a combo of a first person shooter with a rts and so it's basically like there's three points on the map you are basically working as a team with, I think it's up to three other people to take these points on a map. It's a small map. You can't fly as high as you want. You have like a certain level that you can fly up to. Um, It's fine. It's like you do this tutorial. I like, and this is the thing, like I'm sure it would be cool if it was like a little faster, You if you could fly a little bit higher and if it was maybe if they took out the whole troop thing, if you didn't have to control these little troops on the ground floor, I think it would be better if it was just the hovercrafts. And if it was a little bit faster. What and are if the it troops was... doing on the ground? I That's the part I don't get. That's the part where you're describing it. And then I'm watching a trailer now. Yeah. I'm like, I don't see these I'm troops. Like, what are the troops doing? The troops, I don't understand the point of them. That's the whole point. Like, that's the whole part of it. I was like, why? Wait, why? Am, they're they're not even, like, player-controlled. Are they they're also NPCs. shooting you? I'm shooting. So I'm, like, shooting the ground troops. So I'm, I'm like, so why am I shooting them? I'm getting shot out by this thing, so I just focus on that thing. So I did, like, 
I did a couple matches and I was like, okay, like this is fine. It doesn't really make me feel competitive. I don't get anything out of this. So I like stopped because I was like, this isn't going to add anything to anything I want to do. I have Apex. So like, I'm not feeling competitive in this game at all. It doesn't feel anything as cool as like Titanfall. And, but it does have a campaign. It's not in beta. Other than that, like, I mean, it feels cool. It's just like, there's just the, the bait, the multiplayer beta part of it. I, I just don't, I'm, I'm wondering if maybe like the campaign would be cool because of the RTS portion of it. I just don't get the multi, like, why are they in multiplayer? That's the only part I didn't quite understand. I'm like, why do you have the RTS part of multiplayer? If, if the whole point of the game is a multiplayer is to like, which I get why they're like that in Titanfall. I just, I, I, I just, I don't know. Hmm. It, it just didn't cool. click for me. It looks, it, it's cool. Like I liked controlling the ships and I liked how there's like different clans in it or whatever, like different types of ships you can get. And they have like their own different, like, um, branding or whatever and they have different types of moves you can use like they have an they have a i think it's like a a triangle like you hold down triangle and it has like a different ability and so they have different ones and those were cool to kind of try out so you can kind of switch them out as you're when anytime you die but it just didn't like really catch my attention very much i was just kind of like bored after a while and i was like this it's kind of lame i'm <laughs> just like not wanting to play this anymore. Sounds but great. I just want to see what the campaign's like. So that could be interesting where it's like, I think the campaign can be interesting. Yeah. Where if you're commanding troops, but then you're also a, a unit or whatever. Yeah. Like it, uh, uh, some of it made me think of XCOM for some reason, just because of the way the troops looked and how they like control. So, because you can actually aim at, like, enemies and target, you can target them for your troops. So, there's little aspects of it that were pretty cool, but it just, I don't feel like that part of it works well for multiplayer. So, I'm interested in what they're going to do with the campaign. So, that's the only thing that kept my interest in it. I'm like, how is this going to work for campaign? I'm, I just want to see what that's like. And that that yeah. could be cool. Yeah. We'll so that see. part was like interesting. So I only I did the two matches and I was kinda like out. I was like, I'm I'm good. <laughs> Tried it, I'm done. I think I yeah. played two matches of Battleborn, so it's just as good as Battleborn. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely like Battleborn more, more than I like disintegration, that's oh, for sure. Damn. Yeah, I actually like Battleborn. It wasn't that bad. Um and then so I know I talked about it probably a couple weeks ago now with control, how I had my issue with my save. So and I decided to kind of restart it. So, but I did it differently this time. I put on, I put on my headphones and I've been playing it again. I restarted it and I'm just enjoying it again, man. I like that game aesthetically is so good. And I just love the characters in that game. And so I'm just about right back to where I was before my save got messed up. And I'm enjoying the combat. I'm enjoying the story. I just love that game. So I'll 
be continuing to play that. I just like really love that game. And I'm like right back to reading the, the logs, like the, the papers that you find listening to like the audio tapes. I just, I, that game is just so aesthetically pleasing to me. It's just so good. Yeah. They nailed the aesthetic. They nailed it. And it's just like, so like the combat I'm enjoying even more than I was before, because now I'm like, I'm just like, uh, I love, I'm using my skills differently. So like, I'm, I leveled up my health more this time instead of like the other ability first, like the, the recharge ability. So I'm not dying as quickly, which is making it a little bit easier for me to be a little more aggressive when I'm playing. And that may, that is making it a little bit more fun when I'm attacking. So I'm using it. So I'm like attacking differently. And so that's been really fun. And I don't know. It's just, uh, that like i i thought i was gonna be kind of frustrated with having to start over but i was able to get right back to where i was really quickly yeah i feel like that's one of the games where if you have done it before you can really pick up the pace and get through it because the first time you're kind of like whoa what's this and what's around this corner what's over there and now it's okay i know let me let's do that let's get this and yeah, because you also kind of know what you're locked out of, too. Like, I'm not going back to the doors trying to get in. Like, I already know I'm locked out of this place. So oh, yeah, right. I, was. Like, I know. I don't the fuck is the service elevator? It's like, now I know where that elevator is pretty, pretty easily. <laughs> Whereas I spent 30 minutes looking for this door last time because yeah. I'm a moron. Yeah. <laughs> well, because that game doesn't spell everything out to you right away. No. And now that I know where everything is, kind of a little bit easier. Yeah, I'm excited for you to get further i want you to beat that game because i would like to talk about the ending and stuff yeah okay but well i'm gonna keep playing it i've been um uh and we'll get to to that at the end like just kind of to tell you where i'm at with that game but um i'll talk about riverbond real quick and then if you want to talk about half-life 2 then we can get into the final fantasy portion of the podcast um so final fantasy portion yeah so um my kids have been playing this game called riverbond and you've probably seen it on game pass um yeah it it's like annoying. a it's like a cutesy little like dungeon crawler it looks lo- like very pixelated is um, it like isometric yeah yeah it think... looks a lot like what minecraft dungeons is gonna be like i think i played this it's a cute little game it's it looks... basically you choose a, a boss and you basically go to like this like world and you play level to level to level until you get to the boss and you're basically just collecting like you do little quests in each level section and you get different weapons along the way and you unlock like different skins. Like I unlocked the Bastion skin from the game Bastion oh, cool. and they have like YouTuber skins. Like my daughter's favorite YouTuber skin is in there. I hate this. <laughs> it's, <laughs> but it's, it's pretty cool. It's like a fun little game that we're just playing together. And so like, um, my wife and I played it with them and we had fun playing it all together and it just, fun little game and i was like surprised how much i enjoyed it and uh they even have like the guacamole character juan in there like he's he's in the game like <laughs> i was like oh cool i'm gonna play as a piece of bacon so i played as a piece of bacon um yeah fun little game it uh it made me really excited for minecraft dungeons again and so hopefully when that comes out I can play with the kids and i'm wondering if that's gonna be a day and date with uh game pass because that'll be pretty exciting uh huh that's a good question i wouldn't know why it wouldn't be yeah, I think it will be. But uh, yeah, so if anyone out there is looking to play that with kids, that'll be a good game to play. I could see or that. Or just by yourself. Play that with by yourself. Well, too soon. 
I played it. I looked it up. I played it uh, when it came to Game Pass originally, a month or so ago, whenever that was. And it, it, it is enjoyable, but I think by yourself it's kind of like, okay, this is... It didn't really hold my interest. Um, I don't know. Not exactly my my style of whatever. It's like quasi hack and slash, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, you, you get like melee weapons and you can get like other types. Like I think I had the Hulk's like fists, like the toys that you buy, like the toy ones that you buy mm-hmm. and you can like punch the crap out of people. It's pretty cool. But nice little game. It's, I love its art style though. It's really cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's I feel like, so what was that one game that Cube World. So Cube World took mm. a billion years to be in development and then eventually came out and kind of sputtered. And in that time, other people made games similar to it, like Trove and, I don't know, a billion other games. And this game, I think, along the way, kind of also took a lot of elements from that and from, like, Minecraft. And and I think this game does it pretty well. And it's I think it's a cool little cool little game. It's definitely it's not super difficult but like your character can die pretty easily i i wish there was a little more like rpg elements to it but i think they kind of keep it simplistic so that people can or kids can mm-hmm. kind of enjoy it but also like it does have a little bit more of like a strategic element when you get to bosses that are a little bit harder because you can die in like two hits from some from some of the enemies but yeah cool cool Anyways, Half-Life 2. Half-Life 2. So I'm replaying Half-Life games. I think I mentioned that. Yeah. Um, for Alex. Um, I, I forget. Oh, I just got to Ravenholm. That's where I am in Half-Life 2. Ooh, my favorite section of that game. Oh, yeah. I mean, that game is still incredible. Uh, I, I, it's still, like, I, I feel like sections of that game are just as good as anything that's coming out now. That is how good it is still. Yeah. And yeah. the level design, like I almost want to go through and just do like a commentary track for that whole fucking game. Be like, look at the way they did this one room with this item here. And that does this and that does it because everything just feels so painstakingly placed and perfectly too. It's an, it's incredible. It really the only thing that there's like two or three things that hold it back and make it not feel modern. Um, one being that it just clearly looks 15 years old. Um, even at 4k, it's still, you know, it's, it's limited geometry where it's just like straight walls and straight floor for yeah. some stuff. And then it'll do the thing. You know, I played that game a lot to where I'll be going down a hallway and go, Oh, the game's going to load. And then you like two steps forward and it starts, it loads the next section. Like it doesn't have what games now have where it'll load in kind of dynamically. It's very bespoke levels, even if it's not like it's all a, a sequence, but it just, you have to stop and load the next part. Um, it, that's very old school. And then uh, the health, it's not regenerative. Um, I think episode one or two adds in regenerative something or other. I forget. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. I don't. Rem- I don't remember which. I always forget. But I know one of them does do something like that. And we'll, we'll get to it in four weeks when I finally 
finish halfway <laughs> too, but but man, going on the boat and doing all, I mean, this is such an incredible game and it's such great pace too. Where it's like, oh now I'm doing this and now I'm doing this and now I'm doing this and it just spirals onto every single section. And there this is a long ass game too. It's easy to forget uh just just how much stuff is in it and you start thinking back to set pieces and wow i'm just excited to, to keep going it's gonna be something i chip away at this month and then leading up to alex fingers crossed fingers doesn't, crossed doesn't suck or make me throw up or whatever yeah hopefully not <laughs> that would suck no, all over oh your computer God. i hope not i really really hope not yeah um, I guess it's the Final Fantasy fourteen update time. Welcome to the Final Fantasy fourteen section of the podcast. Real quick, so I'm now almost level sixty five. Wow! I beat a Realm Reborn. Dang! Uh, and I started doing the quests in the to lead up to the first expansion. Oh my god. Uh, that final, I would say the final 20 or so main quests of A Realm Reborn, maybe roughly that, right? Are great. The story stuff there is so cool. The final two dungeons are a lot of fun. Uh, so many bosses, and they're really cool where it's eight people in the party. Oh, cool. Uh, which I feel like is too much. I think like six would have been. A better number just it's a lot how way. long did you have to queue for those um not very long because there is a daily setup for that so there's a daily you get after you beat those that is like here's the main scenario daily uh oh nice so it encourages okay. people to do it um so not not any longer than uh normal at all okay cool. actually cool. i think cool. it was it was super quick to get into one of them it could have just been when I was playing, though. I think it was a Friday. I think it was a Friday night, so that might have been a good time to be doing it. Uh, but yeah, really, really like the story. Really like the bosses. I that game's awesome. I, I'm definitely when my subscription ends, I'm not gonna re up because it's probably gonna be, you know, time for Half Life and this game and that game. But I do wanna just do a month here and there and get further and further in and it's just a it's just a great game it's just really really freaking good it is yeah it's really good i think what i'll try to do is get caught up to you and then maybe like at that point take a break and then try to get caught up on my other games yeah well you're gonna need to do a lot of those main story quests oh yeah that's what i've been mainly focusing on as i like queue for dungeons because like during the week, I don't really have time to do a whole lot of quests in between the dailies. So, like, I'll do quests while I wait for the dungeon to queue. Or, like, wait yeah. for that to get in. So, like, I finally got caught up to the main story of where I was before I stopped on my other character. So, I, like, I'm on in the process of getting the airship. Mm-hmm. While I'm, like still getting the other done like i just like i think i hit 50 i'm about to hit 56 or i just hit 56 earlier today (laughs) but in the story i know like i'm far behind for sure (laughs) it's (laughs) but i'm getting the story part quickly because now i'm in that area where i'm just like knocking them out really quick a lot of it's just a matter of like 
having time to play. Like I just haven't had that much time right. to play it and sit for a long time. But um, I got through a lot of it quickly. Like I'm getting through a lot of the story part quickly, but I'm also having to do like my class quest, you know, like or my job quest. And those are at a point now where it's like, I'm like almost fully caught up with those because my job quest is at 54 where my actual levels are like at 56. So like I'm pretty caught up with those. Wow, it's letting you do what what job are you again? Monk. Oh, that's right. So I I can't do my dragoon quests until I progress further in the story for some reason. So I had to wait until a certain level, I think. So like right now, right now I can't do my next one. I have to wait. Well, I haven't done any of mine past 50 because it won't let me. Yeah, I had to wait. So, like, I haven't gotten my next quest yet because I had to wait till I hit this next story. I think. I might have to go back and check. But I have, like, my next... Like, I have to still go go back because I have it completed. I just haven't gone back yet or something like that. I don't know. It's a weird thing. But Monk is, is, like, like... Well, I think all the level 50 stuff is locked behind the first expansion. So you have to Maybe. get through the story to the first expansion, and then it lets you do it. Maybe. I might have to go back and look at it, because I'm pretty sure I have... I don't know. Maybe it's 44, and I'm just not looking at it right. But, um, like, I have... Because I keep unlocking new moves, like, every... Like, I don't know, every few times. I don't know. It's a lot. There's it's so much lot. to learning this character like i've i've been watching a video of like how to use my rotations and everything and it's like crazy but yeah it's such a good game it's so fun like i i can like just sit back and casually play it while i like do other stuff so it's been really oh fun. yeah i've really liked just having that hour a day of like oh let me just pop in here and see what's happening and then leave and whatever yeah I don't know. Maybe I won't cancel it. Maybe I'll just keep going very slowly and play this game. I think I think my problem is that it 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 does definitely take away from playing other games. Because it's almost on. like like if during the week if I didn't play it, I would have been farther in control or I would have actually played Outer Worlds this week because I didn't mm. even touch it. Like it definitely does take away a lot from other games because in my head, I'm like, I have to do some, I have to get some progress done in Final Fantasy or else I'm going to fall farther behind. <laughs> like, because I want to catch up to you so that we can play more dungeons together or something like that. Sure. And I hate doing those low level dungeons. Oh my God. Yeah. I have like, there, I have a few that I like don't mind doing because like I kind of get the routine of them and they're like, okay, they're not that bad to do. But there's one, there's a couple in there that are just so damn long and like they're so boring. <laughs> Dude, wait till like, you get the oh. like the the final ones for Realm Reborn aren't boring, but they're long. Yeah, yeah. Some of them and, are like ninety minutes. Like yeah, there's fucking... like a daily there's a daily forum, and I don't want to do it because you can't skip the cutscenes. And oh, even yeah. without that, it's still gonna be long. So I don't know about that. Yeah. Some of those are we're, we're gonna have to wait on. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, I don't have much else to say about it. It's um, it's a grind for sure. It's definitely an MMO grind, but I I really do enjoy that game. And like, there's just so much more in that game that we haven't even touched, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Like, there's still like the three expansions plus a whole of, lot of other shit yeah. that you can do in that game. It's crazy and stuff I'll never see. It's incredible. Oh yeah, yeah. 
I got a new mount from that event that's going on. I got the giant gobble or whatever. It's the big goblin weird looking thing. So now I'm riding on this weird creature. <laughs> that's cool. That's awesome. You got to put a picture in that in Discord. <laughs> uh, I can arrange that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's awesome. That's it. Go home. Right. It's over. Everyone's got to go home. I watched a lot of League this weekend. Ugh. LCS is going on every weekend. Ugh. Been a good time. There was um, a lot of basketball this week. A lot of tributes to Kobe Bryant and his daughter and all the people from the helicopter crash last weekend. Mm-hmm. It was a... Uh, it was a long and good week, man. I mean, it's uh, work was like crazy busy this week, but we're like getting to that point where it's hopefully gonna start slowing down. I really don't know if I want to start a new farm in Stardew Valley, but you don't. I've been wa- I've been wanting to start up um, Golf Story again because I saw the trailer for Sports Story and it made me really want to get back to Golf Story. Yeah. I don't remember why I stopped playing that. I think I was doing one of the missions where you have to find, you have to like find nine golf balls that were lost in the <laughs> rivals like golf course. But there was one that was like glitched that I just couldn't find. So I just like quit playing it. I don't know. I, Anyways. I did, no, that sounds exhausting. Yeah. It was a fun little game though, but it's like, do I want to start it over? I don't know. Anyways. That's going to do it here for us here at the podcast lab called Final Checkpoint. Um, oh, I did put music in last week for the games we're playing section. Um, I do also want to find music for the intro and the outro. A little oh, more game. There is, but like I want to kind of get our own like mute, like more like game. Yeah. Something like that. So I'm going to work on that. Um, it probably won't be this week unless I actually do it. But anyways, um, thanks again, everybody, for listening. And you can find us here next week on Google, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on Apple, at thegamefanatics.com. Thank you again, Ben, for being here with me on Yay. this magic dirty rug carpet ride. Yeah, I forgot about the rug. Yeah, it's gross. Stay safe, everybody. Peace out. Meow.